Are you tired of your digestive system feeling like a circus act gone wrong? Introducing Ritual's 3-in-1 Gut Superhero Symbiotic Plus, a probiotic, prebiotic, and postbiotic all rolled into one. And with 25% off with the code POWER, there's no better time to check out Ritual. Let's break it down. Probiotics are like the cool kids at the gut party, keeping everything in check and making sure the good vibes are flowing. Prebiotics are their wingmen, fueling the party with all the right snacks to keep the good bacteria thriving. And postbiotics, well, they're like the cleanup crew, sweeping away the mess and leaving your gut feeling fresh and fabulous. So say goodbye to the gut drama and remember, there's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com power. Tossing and turning all night like a salad? It's time to put those sleepless nights to bed for good. Enter Tanasi, my sleep saviors, and they have science to back up their sleep, anxiety, and pain-relieving powers. Back in 2016, they invested a $2.5 million grant to Middle Tennessee State University to study the hemp plant. Turns out their special patent-pending CBD-CBDA formula is twice as effective as CBD alone and can be more effective than over-the-counter ibuprofen, acetaminophen, and aspirin. So if you're tired of tossing and turning like a rotisserie chicken, then Tanasi's got your back with their range of great products from tinctures to gummies to lotions. Tanasi is my go-to when I can't sleep or I have way too much anxiety. I'm so glad that I discovered them. So go to Tanasi.com and use the code POWER to get 25% off your order. That's Tanasi.com, T-A-N-A-S-I, to get 25% off your first order with the promo code POWER. Sober Powered is sponsored by BetterHelp. I was a stress drinker and I thought if only I didn't have so much stress, I wouldn't have to drink this much. But do you know why I had all this stress? Because I didn't have the skills to take stressors off my plate so they built up and wore me down. Some stressors are big and others are small, but carrying around 25 minor annoyances is going to have an impact on you. Plus, did you know that alcohol messes with our stress response system and decreases our ability to handle stress? It makes small things seem like a much bigger deal. Learning how to manage stress and take things off my plate has changed my life. I'm calm, I'm less reactive, and I believe that I can handle whatever comes my way. I feel proud of the way that I handle things now. You can get there too. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com sober to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash sober. Fatigue and brain fog are two of the more unexpected symptoms that you may experience in early sobriety, and they can drag on for a bit. In this episode, you'll learn why you may be exhausted when you quit drinking and why you have trouble focusing. And just like with extra anxiety in early sobriety, fatigue and brain fog can increase the risk of relapse too, So understanding why this is going on is the first step to fighting it and sticking with your commitment to quit drinking. I will also cover three strategies for coping with brain fog and exhaustion towards the end of the episode. So let's dig in.
fog is a lay term that we use to describe cognitive difficulties. And it may seem weird for me to specify that, but I don't think that we always make the connection between foggy thinking and our brain struggling to work well. You can have brain fog from lack of sleep or poor nutrition, but one of the main causes is chronic inflammation of the brain. I think it's important to be specific about that because I've talked to some people over the years who struggled with brain fog so much that it led them back to drinking. If you're struggling with this, try to imagine your brain being inflamed from all the alcohol that you drink and maybe that will help put it in perspective. Inflammation of the brain has consequences, obviously, and it impacts how the brain functions. It slows down our perception, processing speed, learning, ability to store information and memories, and our decision-making abilities. And if that isn't bad enough, brain fog often comes with extreme fatigue and just generally feeling overwhelmed. So you feel awful, you can't think clearly, and you are less capable of thinking things through and making good decisions. This makes it so much easier to drink again. And outside of brain fog, overwhelming emotions and extreme fatigue are very common things that you might experience in early sobriety. So then brain fog just magnifies it. Alcohol changes the structure and function of the brain. Chronic heavy drinking shrinks the brain by causing brain cells to release water, and this makes it harder for the brain to work properly, especially the areas that are responsible for thinking and memory. Hangovers will cause dehydration, electrolyte imbalances, low blood sugar, disrupted sleep, and additional stress. And this leads to other cognitive symptoms like trouble maintaining attention and difficulty concentrating. I talk a lot about attentional bias because I think it's one of my favorite things and one of the more important things to understand about our drinking. And this is when your mind gets stuck on alcohol and you can't redirect. I'll reference the episodes that I discuss this in the show notes just in case you want more info. If we have brain fog, trouble maintaining attention, and difficulty concentrating, then it's much easier for alcohol cues and triggers to grab our attention and hold on to it. And this makes it even harder to say no to a drink. And this is one reason why so many flip-flop back and forth in the beginning. Once you get past day 60, it gets a lot easier. And that's because your brain has done enough healing at that stage that your cognitive power is starting to return. And a lot of people feel like a burst of clarity or coming out of a fog or a dream. I'm going to do a full episode on cognitive improvements in sobriety in a couple weeks, so make sure that you're following the podcast so you don't miss when that episode releases. And following the podcast means you click that little follow or subscribe button. These cognitive impairments are what you may be perceiving as brain fog in early sobriety, but the brain heals when you stop blasting it with alcohol all the time. And even though brain fog can be really upsetting, it's not permanent. Alcohol just makes us not care that our brain isn't working properly. It doesn't fix the problem. Studies show that anywhere from 30 to 80% of people with alcohol use disorder 
have detectable cognitive impairments. And this range is so wide because it depends on age, genetics, how much alcohol you drank, how often, and how many years you drank for. Plus, gender also plays a role because alcohol affects women and men differently based on our biology. Another major issue in early sobriety is fatigue and exhaustion. Like with a lot of other withdrawal symptoms, like anxiety for example, these are also triggers to drink. And a lot of us drink after work to get more energy or we drink on the weekend to have energy to clean. It can be hard to feel exhausted all the time and this can continue on and off for months as your brain heals. Alcohol does actually provide the brain with energy. It's not an illusion or something that you're making up. When the liver processes alcohol, it converts it first into acetaldehyde, which is 10 times more toxic than alcohol, and something that we talked a lot about in my episode about cancer, which I'll reference in the show notes. It just overall causes a lot of damage to the body. Next, this is broken down into acetate, which is not toxic. And most of the acetate that is produced by the liver as it's breaking down alcohol is released back into circulation where it quickly enters the brain. Chronic heavy drinkers will actually have elevated acetate levels for 24 to 48 hours after their last drink. So if you're drinking often, then you have a lot of acetate in your brain. I was a daily drinker, so I probably had a ton of acetate in my brain all the time. The reason that I'm explaining this whole pathway is because acetate can be utilized as an energy source instead of glucose. And heavy drinking actually decreases the brain's use of glucose for fuel. A 2013 study published in the Journal of Clinical Investigation found that heavy drinkers had more than double the levels of acetate in their brains as light drinkers 48 hours after their last drink. Heavy drinking for the study was eight drinks a week or more, and the light drinkers drank a maximum of two drinks a week. So imagine how much acetate we had in our brains. Eight drinks could be consumed in one day for a serious drinker. And the reason that I am lumping together fatigue and brain fog is because high levels of acetate can cause inflammation in the brain, which then further fuels brain fog. So when you try to quit drinking, your brain has adapted to run on acetate for fuel. So you're now depriving it of a major energy source. And this is why you may feel exhausted when you first quit drinking. And it's not all complex science stuff. When we're drinking heavily for years, we don't take good care of ourselves. Our nutrition probably isn't that great or consistent, but more importantly, our sleep sucks. Even if you think that you're getting eight hours of sleep, remember from episode 75 that alcohol ruins the quality of our sleep. Sleep is going to be your best friend right now. But this may be difficult because insomnia is also a common symptom in early sobriety. Meditation, melatonin, CBD, and having the same wake up and bedtime each night can be very helpful for getting better sleep. And it's okay if you need a lot of naps or you need to go to bed super early. This isn't going to last forever. 
So take care of yourself and give your body what it needs right now. Exercise is also very helpful for coping with brain fog and fatigue. And I did a whole episode on how exercise can help your recovery in episode 122. And if you don't have the energy to exercise, then just start with a simple walk around your neighborhood. It doesn't have to be an intense, brisk walk. All walks are good. And there are more and more studies coming out that are proving how good just walking is for our cognition and maintaining cognitive powers as we age. So if you're experiencing a lot of brain fog and fatigue, in early sobriety from all of the inflammation in your brain due to your drinking, walking every day or most days can be really helpful to heal your brain. Another thing to keep in mind is to take it easy. You don't have to do all the things. Think about ways that you can reduce your stress or the number of commitments that you have. Can you reschedule some of your meetings? Can you work from home an extra day a week? Can you get a meal kit instead of worrying about what to cook? Sometimes we push ourselves to be super productive and perfect all the time, but if we just give ourselves a little break once in a while, we will recover for real and then be able to be productive again. So even though you may feel this pressure to do all the things, just focus on not drinking and listening to your body and caring for yourself. Alcohol has slowed down the way that your brain functions. And all of that inflammation and acetate buildup is preventing your brain from communicating with itself and utilizing energy as it normally would. And this will go away with more sober time. The most important thing to remember here is that once you go through this, you never have to go through it ever again, as long as you don't drink. And if you drink because you can't handle the brain fog or exhaustion, then you are just resetting your timeline. You drink a ton of alcohol over however many years, and that caused your brain to adapt to it and make changes. You need to give your brain time and patience to adapt back to running normally. It's not going to happen in one week or two weeks or one month. So try to stay patient with yourself as you adjust to sobriety and make sure that you get some support and take it easy because you have so many hours now from not drinking. You have plenty of time to be productive in a few months. If you enjoyed this episode and it was helpful for you, I would really appreciate if you could share it with someone. It helps get the message out about this podcast so more people can get this information and get sober. So thank you for your support and I will talk to you next week. It's Erin. And I'm Michaela, and we're the hosts of the Two Sober Girls podcast, and we are on a mission to spill the wild truth about sobriety. Forget the rosé all day cliche. Sobriety is flipping amazing. Absolutely. It's not just about quitting the drink. It's a gift you give yourself and your loved ones. So what are you waiting for? Break up with that old toxic relationship with alcohol and let us show you the possibilities. And here's the thing. 
everything your precious heart desires becomes way easier without the influence of alcohol. We're not just two sober girls. We're also wellness coaches. We're here to show you how to optimize health, lifestyle, and beauty, feel sexy and alive as F. So stay tuned because we're rolling out new episodes every Monday, wherever you get your podcasts and trust us. They have your name written all over them. We can't wait to share the magic of sobriety and wellness with you. Subscribe to Two Sober Girls Podcast today and come follow us on Instagram for behind the scenes action and send us a DM. We can't wait to meet you.